0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
1: Future Talk with Omnia
0: Saleh and Hani Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you every single thing (laughs) that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. And ladies and gentlemen, we have very, 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 Exciting news today as... As we
1: discuss the UAE's journey in outer space. We've constantly been talking about the UAE having its eyes on the red planet, exploring the moon with the Russian rover, but news have it, the UAE is also planning to explore one planet that haven't there's nothing i don't think there's any spacecraft that has actually visited that planet since like 50 years if Mm -hmm. i'm not mistaken we're not going to be revealing which planet the uae is planning to explore but you got to stay tuned to find out more about it
0: yes and news that is happening right here in sharjah we're talking about a smart project that will ease traffic jams now we do know at certain times of the day traffic can be a little bit ridiculous (laughs) yeah but now we're looking at how technology just might save us time
1: yes indeed coming up on today's show we're going to be talking about the oldest astronaut to ever go to outer space because spacex is actually or blue origin to be more specific they are planning to take one astronaut and train him he is a civilian and also the star of star trek Mm-hmm. to give you a little bit of a hint and he's going to be blasting into outer space very soon
0: yes and ladies and gentlemen we just talked about very big news coming out of facebook what's up and instagram and how they were down uh two nights ago but today ladies and gentlemen we have i can say bigger news yep. because instagram is considering or going to start removing igtv now, that's a big one, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be upset that Instagram is going to be removing it's IGTV. not going away altogether. Yeah, but they should uh, save their <laughs> tears. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world.
1: The red planet, the moon, and now we are planning to explore Venus. Mm -hmm. Yes, you heard it right. The UAE is actually planning a new space mission to explore one planet that no United States space tourism or even NASA has ever thought to explore Mm -hmm. in a very long time. Now, exploring Venus may come as a shock for a lot of people, but right here in the uae we do know that everything that we plan to do there's a reason behind it so this is actually the first time an arab space mission goes ahead and plans to kind of explore first off a planet that has not been explored before like venus and also the asteroid belt that will set an ambitious goal for the UAE to go ahead and basically pioneer the space program. There are many asteroid belts, but one that is nearby Venus that is actually of interest for researchers right here in the UAE.
0: Yes, I mean, uh, the plan does include a craft landing on one of the asteroids marking the first time an Arab space mission has landed on an asteroid. And actually, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, who is the ruler of Dubai, tweeted that. And, you know, Mars has already been targeted by the UAE space program with its Hope probe, which did enter the Red Planet's orbit all the way back in February of this year. Now we do know that the Hope is uh, collecting data about Mars's atmosphere by using various visible light and infrared cameras. And you know, this was a big surprise to many people, and I was very surprised as well. And I sent I sent, I sent yeah. it to Omnia uh, last night, and I was like, "Whoa!" You Venus? know. Because it seems that we had our eyes on Mars and everything was, you know, going to curate how to, you know, have life on Mars. But again, the UAE has proven that it hits goal number one. It has 8,000 other goals in its agenda. And, you know, again, we're looking at how the UAE has shown that the sky is not the limit, space is not the limit, Mars is not the limit. Venus is probably not the limit as True. well I think we're probably going to go to the sun next so We're doing something big
1: My god Now when we look at the solar system Venus is actually the closest planet to Earth And it was the first to be explored by the spacecraft NASA Marine Earth 2 But that was actually back in 1962 So you can only imagine how much time past since we've ever thought of exploring Venus once again. But to the UAE, nothing is too late and they are planning to explore Venus next. Now, several Soviet spacecraft have actually landed on the surface of Venus, but none of them survived. And that's because of the intense air pressure and temperature that is found on Venus's surface. So any spacecraft that the UAE will be sending on the surface of Venus has to basically be able to withstand very high temperature and also intense pressure. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited to see what rovers are we going to be sending over there. Definitely, I don't believe we're going to be sending any humans because the temperature is out of the world. Mm. But I'm excited. I'm excited for this next mission.
0: We're probably going to, you know, see how the atmosphere is. Again, when we learn about other planets, we learn a lot about Earth as well. So, you know, one of the main reasons of the Hope Probe Mars mission was to learn about Mars' atmosphere and yep. give us a little bit detail of our planet as well. Let us know your guys' thoughts for 215, do thoughts or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we got traffic jam news. <laughs> Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else connects us? Roads, right? Yep. And you know what else is, uh, you know, has a lot of traffic on it? Roads. You know where we live? Roads. Sharjah, right? But ladies and gentlemen, today, I mean, I just had to make it a little bit, you know, (laughs) weird. But a smart project in Sharjah is going to ease the traffic jams that we do face Now, we do know at certain times of the day, traffic jams can be a little bit ridiculous right here in Sharjah. And a new project was announced in Sharjah that will reduce the time you spend stuck in traffic by around 20%. Now, the smart traffic control project will see the latest technology which will be used in traffic signals to check and identify Bottlenecks.
1: Yes, indeed. This new tra- this new project will actually make traffic a lot smoother. It's gonna increase the levels of safety right here in the heart of Sharjah, reduce collisions, and also put pollution levels down to a low. So they're definitely going to help reduce carbon emissions because of the traffic stops that we see all around Sharjah. And this came as Sheikh Sultan bin Mohammed bin Sultan Al-Qasimi, who's the crown prince and deputy ruler of Sharjah and the chairman of Sharjah Executive Council. He met uh, on Tuesday with the team and they decided that they're going to go ahead and approve a list of candidates for the sixth batch of the professional diploma for child protection. So not only are they going to help east traffic jams with the smart traffic system and the smart project but they're also planning to kind of intensify the protection methods for having children in your car while driving. I feel like this is a very important step because a lot of the times I see a lot of children in the car either not in their car seats, especially when they're at an age where mm-hmm. they should be in a car seat and also without their seat belt fastened.
0: Yeah, and I've seen a lot of the time, you know, uh, especially in those big cars kids jumping all over the place and you know sometimes it's kind of you know cute because uh i'll be in traffic and one kid just comes out he starts saying hi to you and i say hi back to him then he gets his other cousin or his friend or something or his brother (laughs) they come and they say hi to me and then i'm like okay that's great and all it's funny but you know it's not safe because again if god forbid an accident does happen these kids will be flying through the windshield yep right so we're looking at how you know technology again is uh Here to make, number one, our lives easier and number two, to protect us and to, you know, let us know that uh, technology right here in the UAE and in Sharjah is advancing every single day, whether it's traffic jams or child protection.
1: Absolutely. Let us know what are your thoughts and what is one one tip you would have for anyone driving, I think. like
0: Fasten your seatbelt.
1: To me as well. Yeah, fasten your seatbelt. I think that's the most important out of them all because a lot of the times, you know, traffic accidents happen within the split of a second and having your seatbelt fastened can actually save your life Instantly,
0: But also talking about Sharjah
1: Yes, we've got lots to share with you about what Pulse95 has in store for any creative that is aged 16 years and above. If you have a drone and you have a love for photography and videography, we've got one competition in store for all of you with cash prizes up to 30,000 dirhams.
0: Yes, indeed. And all you have to do is mention at Pulse95 Radio in your Instagram post that is no longer than 60 seconds and use the hashtag sharja above and you can have a chance to win 10,000 dirhams or a total of cash prizes worth 30,000 dirhams do you know participate you have until the end of this month and the yep. winners will be announced in November Pulse 95
1: check this out check this out
0: Bulse.
1: One man spent his entire career pretending to live in outer space. And now, after so many years, Canadian actor and Star Trek star William Shatner is actually going to space at the age of 90 years old. Can you imagine? Can
0: we say something right now? What? He does not look 90. (laughs) 90. That's number one.
1: That's the beauty. Okay, I was going to say Botox, but I don't think he's done. Oh, he's done. He's done a couple. A I mean, he's couple an of actor, shots. but
0: I don't believe he's, he's 90. 90. He does not look 90. I'd give him 70 max. Same.
1: I was just going to say, I'd give him a 70.
0: Right? And just like Omnia said, he was a Star Trek star, and he spent his whole entire career pretending to live in space. And now the Canadian actor will be turning 90 in March, <laughs> and he will get to experience it in real life aboard the Jeff Bezos-owned Blue Origin flight. Now, they will be set to take off on October the 12th and will be one of four crew members, which do include Blue Origin's Vice President of Mission and Flight Operations and Planet Labs' co-founder and even Medidata? How do you you pronounce the name of that one?
1: I think Medidata.
0: Medidata, right? Yes. And they're all going to be, you know, aboard this flight and they'll be going to space.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, this mission is actually named the NS-18, and it's going to be the second human space flight for civilians. We've seen Blue Origin actually launch Jeff Bezos himself to space back in July, and now, we are going to be witnessing a 90-year-old actually become one of the oldest people to go to outer space. Now, we've known Shatner to famously play Captain James in the Star Trek series in the 1960s, and he has had a number of movie versions where he was also actually Pretending to live in outer space and now his dream will come true. The Blue Origin trip will be a very short one to many people but it's actually long when you compare it to the amount of time that people spend in outer space. It's going to be a 10 minute trip and it's going to be... 10 minutes from liftoff all the way to landing. He will be climbing on a very, you know, quite high altitude, about 107 kilometers. And that rocket will separate from the main booster the minute it launches.
0: Yes, and you know, they're going to have several minutes of weightlessness before the capsule does touch down gently under the parachutes. Now, this new Shepard rocket is actually designed to take its passengers on a suborbital flight past the Carmen line, which is... By the way, an internationally recognized boundary for space that is actually 100 kilometers above the Earth. Now, fun fact: Shatner yes. will become the oldest person to have flown in space, edging out of aviation pioneer Wally Funk, who was 82 and was the first flight on the Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, Blue Origin.
1: Yeah, she just traveled back in July, and now he is going to be the oldest person to ever go to outer space. What about the youngest? I think the youngest was uh, a 14 or a 16 year old And I believe he was also on board of the... Not sure I th- no, I think he was on board of the last space mission. But honestly... Yeah, well, let's
0: get an 8-year-old on.
1: <laughs> honestly, if anything, this actually just opens the door for many people who have always wanted to go to outer space but maybe have thought that it's a far-fetched dream or they're just too old or their body is not fit for it. Which, it makes sense because to go to outer space, it's not just all about glamour. You have to be physically fit, you have to be mentally fit. Yeah, this guy is proving that there is nothing impossible.
0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that just goes to show that space and also by the way it is kind of you know a PR move from Jeff Bezos to show that even if you're 90 you can yep. you know use space travel space aviation
1: oldest youngest they'll play on it first woman first yeah, man space
0: tourism right yep. because uh you know they want to commercialize space tourism they want to make money off of it And, you know, how are you going to do that if people think they're too old or too young to jump on a spacecraft? Ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. If you want to go aboard and use, you know, do some space exploration, 4215, do it slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95.
1: Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. I'm excited to talk about this story Because mm-hmm. it has been making headlines for the past two days And so much has happened ever since the news came out So Facebook, it's been the talk of the town in the past few days Because of the big outage that the whole world kind of witnessed It was the biggest outage since 2008 mm-hmm. But the outage happened right after the Facebook whistleblower went out She actually came on a TV show, known as 60 Minutes And she... Well, there's this saying in Arabic it's called Nashrat, you know nashrat. like, yani, you put something on a drying rack basically mm-hmm. and she, she revealed she, she, a thousand documents she yani, took out
0: the dirty clothes basically
1: basically and yeah. it was it was it was bad it was really mm-hmm. bad because it actually kind of exposed Facebook way too much in, while still using facts and statistics and documents. And these statistics showed that Facebook actually prioritizes profit over the public good. So one example on that would be amidst political events. You would find Facebook actually promoting posts that discuss misinformation about the event itself. Uh, it could also promote you to continuously read more. And it would actually, the algorithm would create more posts about the specific political event so that you can stay on the platform, mm-hmm. only Facebook to find out more about this story and not leave it to go anywhere else.
0: Yes, I mean, only yesterday did have this conspiracy theory towards it, and she was talking about how that whistleblower and, and, you know, all of a sudden uh, Facebook does go offline. Now, the former Facebook product manager for civic misinformation, so if you believe that, mm-hmm. uh, did to- tell lawmakers that Facebook does con- constantly put its own profits over its users' health and safety, right? And uh, it is largely a result of its algorithm's design that actually steers users towards high engagement posts that in some cases can be more harmful. Now, Omnia. Yeah. Okay. Let's say, right, a post is getting high engagement, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you want to see what is trending? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, even if that thing is harmful, mm. do you think it's Facebook's fault that this post is trending?
1: 100%. So, Their algorithms are the ones controlling what get, what pops up first on your feed. And in case you Exactly,
0: but but let, yeah. let's say if it's a, you know, a happy post and it gets a lot of engagement, mm. it's going to be pushed towards your uh, your your feed. Mm. And vice versa if it's mm. a it's, it's a negative post is going mm. But the algorithm works Basically, on you know, I'm trying to you know be the middleman here. Yeah, right? I get it. The but algorithm works that whatever post has the most engagement no. goes up first.
1: We've seen that with very recent political okay. events, and we've seen with recent political events that certain posts would make a lot of ruckus in the public, you know, they would get a lot of engagement. Yeah, Instagram. Facebook—they still pushed those posts down whenever they didn't want the public mm-hmm. to know about them. Mm-hmm. You know, without mentioning any specific political event. Yeah, okay. We know that this has happened. So I do strongly believe that Facebook has. I'm gonna play
0: devil's advocate here, right? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Let's say maybe the posts you think are trending are not actually trending. Come on,
1: we all know. Let's
0: for example.
1: With political events, some of them are actually were trending worldwide, yet Mm -hmm. still on Mm -hmm. Instagram, Instagram chose to push them down, and so they were pushed down. Mm -hmm. They were marked as sensitive content so mm-hmm. that you didn't you weren't able to see them mm-hmm. and they even sometimes hid the stories of people who would post more about this specific topic so mm-hmm. that you did not have access to it now i mean like I shadow, know,
0: shadow banning you
1: basically so the facebook whistleblower her name is frances hagen actually appeared before a senate committee a uh, senate commerce subcommittee hearing yesterday and The committee actually promised that this is going to be one of Facebook's toughest congressional hearings in years. The result had an interesting focus. So they didn't focus on political events. They had a big focus on child safety, which is a very sore point for Facebook. Mm -hmm. Because just a couple of weeks ago, we talked about a new study that was revealed by other Facebook researchers that Instagram and Facebook are actually very harmful towards teen or teenage girls.
0: Okay, and yes, uh, I mean I were very, you know, uh, vocal on that one as well. Yep. And I've been seeing it, you know, face to face, or you know, at first glance and first, you know, I've been seeing it happen online. I've seen a lot of people, you know, be victimized mm. to those problems. Yeah. So I want to ask the viewers, I the listeners, mm. right? Do you think that Facebook went down because of the whistleblower, mm. or is just one big coincidence?
1: Mm, that's an interesting question because I feel like Facebook we do know the cause of the outage or the supposedly cause of the the outage yesterday. Facebook said that it was, you know, a misconfiguration in their servers and oh. and it was complicated and it took them a while to bring it back on, but who knows?
0: Or my theory of self-sabotage. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Oh my god. Right? I think I think I think, you know, someone I agree. Someone or you know Omnia how, you know, they accidentally left the door open for a for a thief to get in. Yeah. Something like that. You know, they accidentally left a server firewall down at a specific <laughs> time when they know people try to get into the server.
1: Yeah. Another thing that uh, Francis Hogan actually brought to light with the way Facebook actually... Uh, yeah. The way Facebook actually deals with a lot of its employees. So she identified different structural issues that makes it more difficult for the company to react to certain scandals. So she explained that Facebook is actually stuck in a cycle where it struggles to hire and that causes it to understaff projects, which, you know, in, in return causes a lot of scandals, which then makes it even harder to hire. So it's just a vicious cycle that... This pattern of behavior causes a lot of problems within Facebook itself that the whole public starts to know about. She also pointed out how Facebook's engagement numbers are often the deciding factor in developing its services. So Mark Zuckerberg, he actually built an organization that is very metrics driven. There is no responsibility about the content in it. The metrics makes a decision on what posts get circulated and what posts don't.
0: So omnia yeah it's all based on what mark zuckerberg's intentions are
1: and what makes the most money yes so you know how much money he lost
0: uh seven billion dollars
1: just by the six hour outage
0: yeah someone was asking what do you mean he lost seven billion dollars where'd it go every minute where'd it go Uh, right how do you lose seven billion dollars right
1: every minute that we don't yeah true I guess it's usage. It
0: was a meme. Moment. Yeah,
1: but okay. it's like... It-, <laughs> it
0: was a meme. It was a, it was a joke. He loses $212,000 <laughs> every minute, ladies and gentlemen. And I guess it all depends. But I actually
1: didn't know that the every minute that we use Facebook back in the day. I didn't know that every minute someone uses social media platforms, mm-hmm. they make money out of it. Even if you don't do anything. If you don't like, if you don't comment or share, Yeah, I
0: mean, the ads are still running. They go. Exactly. They do it on, you know, as if you're watching TV. Yep. If Even if you don't watch the ad,
1: it's still it's running. It's still
0: considered runtime. on their channel. True. 4215, do it south, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. But again, it's all about intentions. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around.
1: What's worth a click and download?
0: Pulse95. Ladies and gentlemen, what is worth a click and download? We are talking about the app that 99.9% of people Have on their phones, and we're talking about the Instagram and how they are getting rid of IGTV or sort of getting rid of it. Now, Omnia, Mm. do you like IGTV?
1: No. I hate the fact that you can only watch a minute and then you have to actually click on it. Maybe laziness, but I don't
0: know. I mean, for me, whenever I see a video that is on IGTV for more than 15 minutes, for more than a minute, or listen. I think my attention span on IGTV can go up to three and a half minutes. Same.
1: After, the, like, 15... I saw a 15-minute IGTV. I was
0: like... I saw one, too. It was some some guy talking about, you know, uh, health and nutrition. I
1: was like, and I'm not going like, to watch no. that. <laughs> you um,
0: know what they should add, on Omnia?
1: Although you would... You know what's weird is you... Or at least I would. I would watch a 15-minute video on YouTube. But I'm not going to watch a 15-minute video on Instagram. Like, IGTV. Don't know why. Maybe because I'm just or Used they should to. have
0: something called sound playing in the background
1: oh yes then, so you, like okay. what's up
0: what's up has had it for for a couple i think a year now
1: yep
0: amazing oh uh, a long voice note press play go <laughs> Then you
1: do whatever you know
0: you take a relax a little bit go on twitter and instagram and the person's uh, still talking you know hey man i was having this problem the other day I'm like, yeah keep going yeah oh man that sucks hope you guys get better and then continue his two minute three minute voice note you know <laughs> in the garbage my God, <laughs> I think I think that's an amazing idea. But when it does come to IGTV, I don't think that anyone has gotten popular over, you know, solely using IGTV. Plus, mm. the Instagram feed is kind of getting, you know, a little bit crowded when it True. goes to. So, for example, Omnia, if you go to any, uh, you know, active influencer, you'll see he has his pictures. He has his reels, he has IGTV, and then he has his tagged photos. True. Right? You got four columns in one page, and then you have his email, his shot. It feels like, oh, my God, it's overwhelming. There's so many things going on on his platform. So... We're looking at how that Instagram is considering getting rid of it.
1: But it's not really getting rid of it. It's more of rebranding. So they're going to rebrand IGTV as Instagram TV. They're getting rid of the exclusive IGTV video format. So now, any video posted to the main Instagram feed can run up to 60 minutes long, which I like that. So I don't like the fact that they're long, but I like the fact that you don't have to actually click and watch the IGTV. You can just continue watching it on the feed itself. You'll no longer have to kind of leave the main app to view them now a Mm -hmm. spokesperson for instagram did say that the igtv app will now be called the instagram tv app and it's going to be a destination for people to visit with the intention of watching a video so unless you are in the mood of watching long format videos you won't be able or you won't actually just create a different app Mm, yeah but
0: remember when they created a different messaging app that no one used do you remember that one no they did remember really? yeah
1: for instagram mm-hmm. like instagram dm but outside of instagram
0: it was something something like that i forgot what the name was
1: so kind of like facebook messenger yeah Now it's outside that app. was the
0: worst thing facebook ever done yeah but they idea. are which is dumb you know people like,
1: are still using it imagine
0: yeah but i mean it's kind of like competing against your own platform what's up
1: yeah i feel like the best thing instagram did was kind of include or introduce reels that was nice because it started becoming like TikTok. On Instagram, which I like personally, but um, they've—they've—they in the past they were trying to push IGTV. Remember how uh, first off they had it only for a minute, and then they allowed people to include content for three minutes, and now you can post up to sixty minutes. Sixty. Sixty. I don't know who would, but you can.
0: TV shows are at like 25. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's know you guys. Talks 4215. Do it slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. I don't feel like having IGTV removed will be a big idea. Maybe make reels up to three minutes or four minutes and you should be fine. Yep. The less time on the clock, the more people are inclined to watch. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse95.